one. Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellums. With me is Heim Goodman-Strauss. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Heim. He's a math professor at the University of Arkansas. Once again, this week, uh, by telephone, we are joined by Nicholas from Sweden. Good morning. Or for you, it's good afternoon, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Good morning to you. Good good morning to us. Good afternoon to you. And uh, we had a problem that you had emailed in, and then you, over the phone, told us last week. What was that problem again? Uh, you're, you're, you're in the forest, and two of the trees in the forest are given to you, marked in some way. And you have a rope that is twice the distance between the two trees. And the mission is to find a third tree in such a way that the three trees will describe a triangle, a right triangle. Now, I'm not the mathematician in all of this, so Haim, I'm going to turn it over to you. Did you come up with an idea? Uh, I came up with an idea that Nicholas very politely said was not the best. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Well, this is a this is a bit more technical than maybe the others. So <laughs> you overthought it. Maybe so. Okay. So um, it turns out that if you have any circle, and you have any diameter of this, you'd have a diameter of the circle, and you pick any point on the edge of the circle. So you have the diameter and a point on the circle. Mm-hmm. Then those three, the diameter plus that point, will form a right triangle. So basically, the idea would be to tie the end of the Never mind. That's just a terrible solution. We'll just okay. skip it. So right. I had a bad solution. You had a bad. But, but then I, but then I saw a very beautiful solution, which I think was the one that the that you had in your military service. Is that right? With the three, four, yeah, five. Yeah. So since ancient times, um, it's been known that a, there are three, four, five right triangles. So that there, the, if you have a length of side three and a length of side four, and a length of side five, then the triangle will make a right triangle by the Pythagorean theorem, 4 squared plus 3 squared equals 5 squared by some amazingly beautiful hmm. coincidence. And I guess that I was that known from since geometry. Babylonian times or something. You yeah. took geometry in Babylonian times? Not in Babylonian. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, so that led me to realize that one way to do this might be, but I, as you pointed out, there's a big problem with this solution, but it's very nice anyway, perhaps, is... Um, so you have a rope that's twice the length of the distance between the two trees. So if we think of the distance between the two trees as four, then the rope is actually eight long, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is exactly five plus three. That's enough to make the other two legs of the triangle. So you can have the distance between the two trees. You, It's easy to figure out what an eighth of the rope is because you just take the rope and you fold it and you fold it and you fold it a third time and that's an eighth. So you could then take three of the eighths and five of the eighths on the other side, and you make that the third corner. So you take the rope, you tie it to the two trees, and you pull it so that you now are holding the rope three-eighths down the way. And now uh, you've got a three, four, five triangle. So Makes sense to me. Well, oh, okay. Nicholas pointed out. Well, it, it, it's actually a very, very nice solution, um, uh, but it assumes something about the forest and, uh, and about the trees. And, of course, you have to assume something. But uh, it assumes that, that uh, the distance between the trees is quite large uh, compared to, to the, the thickness of the trees. That's themselves. right. Or that the trees have no thickness, in effect. Yeah, no thickness or, or neg- neg- negligible thickness. Well, to a mathematician, that's fine. But maybe in yeah. the forest, that's not okay. So is yeah. there another solution? Yeah, I, I, the, the, the solution I came up with when, when 
in the military service is like this, that you have your two trees and your rope, and um, uh, you go to one of the trees and measure how much of the, the end of one of the uh, end of the rope you, you need to to tie around to tie a knot around the, the tree. Okay. Something about three three times the distance the, the, the diameter of the tree, right. and you make a knot there, marking how much you 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 need to. You make a mark on the, the rope. The, you make a mark on the rope. Yeah. Right. Then you don't actually tie the rope yet, but you go to the other tree and uh, use the other end of the rope and tie uh, the rope around the tree there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you make then you take the the knot you made in the in the other end and place it exactly where you have the knot on the the tree where you have have tied the rope and then you fold the 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 rope so you mark and, and you mark the the middle of the rope the free rope mm-hmm. so, so to speak uh, with a knot okay then you go back to the first tree and uh, tie tie the rope there mm-hmm. so uh, the the marking knot will be exactly uh, on the tree there so let me just make sure I have it. So at this point, yeah. you have the rope tied to both trees, and yes. you know exactly where the middle of the rope that you have left, you know, that's sort of lo- between the two trees Ex- is. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Great. Because the, the, the thickness of the trees can be very different, so sure. you have to uh, take care of that. And then you go to, go to the, the middle of the rope, uh, where you have your, your knot, and uh, stretch the rope uh-huh. in both directions making an, 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 a triangle of some sort. Oh, then you oh. take a stick uh-huh. from, the, from the wood, uh-huh. from somewhere, from the woods, and, and uh, put it down there as if you were putting up a tent or something. Uh-huh. Uh, then you go to uh, one of the trees, say the tree where you have the knot, and untie there the tree. Uh-huh. And then you walk with the the rope in such a way that it is completely stretched right between the the other tree and the stick when you pulled and the rope tight you had an isosceles triangle and you're sweeping out one leg from the that's right. top of the triangle right yeah and the 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 where where the the mark of the uh, rope Lands that that will will um, give you the right direction where you can where you should look for the for the third tree. So and did you uh, get a promotion for this from your when you do, when you were doing your military no, no, service? No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, I think we're going to put some diagrams of this on our website at mathfactor. Yeah, I think you should need, you dot need York that, dot edu, right? And very nice. And thank you very much yeah. for uh, writing. And send us some more yeah. problems in the future if you didn't yeah. think of any. Perfect. So thank you. All right. Nicholas, thank you very yeah. much. We'll talk thank to you, you later. Yeah. Bye. Excellent. All right. So in short, what we have is Nicholas can make an isosceles triangle between the two trees and stake out the apex. He frees one leg and now stretches the whole thing tight, 
keeping the one leg exactly how it was and now stretching the second leg so it just extends what was the first leg. It's a little hard to sort of maybe see it, but what it'll now have is a big right triangle that's exactly twice the size of half of the isosceles triangle that he began with. And anyway, it's a right triangle, and he can sight down one leg. Well, it's hard to visual. I, I think there are different kinds of people. Those who have, because my wife would be able to visualize this very well. Well, you know, frankly, I was sketching the whole time we were doing this interview. Yeah. And I'm doing, I'm sketching here while we're talking, so it's a little tough. I'll yeah. do it, but we'll put it up on the website. Okay. And that diagram. website is? Uh, mathfactor.uark.edu. So I have a quick little puzzle okay. this week. All right. Um, let's see. Okay, this is just a really quick little puzzle. This is from Paul Zeitz's book, The Art and Craft of Problem Solving. Wonderful book. We've used it before, and it's available at Amazon and other fine booksellers. It's just this. Okay, suppose you have a collection of some numbers. Any amount of numbers? Any or? number of okay. numbers, right. And uh, let's say we, just for the sake of argument, we have 17 numbers. 17 numbers. Then the puzzle is to show that either one of those numbers is a multiple of 17 or some sum of some of those numbers is a multiple of 17. So there's some way of adding, say, 3 or 4, 10 mm -hmm. or 20 of the, well, no, 15 of those numbers up, and there'll be a multiple of 17. That no matter which 17 numbers you pick, there's there has to be, one of those has to be a multiple of 17 or some sum of those has to be a multiple that, of 17. That sounds rational to me. Rational. Should it not? I mean, that well, sounds I mean, no, logical. You got to prove it. Oh, I have to prove it. That's the question. And that's not just for 17, but any number of, any collection if of I had n numbers. 50 numbers. 50 numbers, then. At least one of them is a multiple of 50 or, or some. Some of them is a multiple of 50. Nice little problem. And so in some tidy way, I have to offer you proof that that's the case. That's right. Well, that doesn't sound so long. I mean, that doesn't well, sound so easy now. It's mathematics. Okay. <laughs> So send in your solutions and comments, questions, all of that stuff, mathfactor.uark.edu. And you can check out uh, a little diagram showing how, to, how Nicholas's solution works. Thanks a lot, Nicholas. Thank you, Nicholas.